What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, friends. I'm here. Another edition of Unfolded Podcast. This is dated uh, December 5th. 2022 um checking in because then you know I'm, I'm, I'm here asking myself and others on this monday morning monday afternoon now so i get a break from work real quick but i'm here asking myself is a tie really better than a loss that's what i'm trying to figure out is a tie really better than a loss because and i'm referring obviously to the new york giants my new york giants uh tying the washington commanders um 20 all you know, don't feel really good about it, about the game, you know, coming out of it. Uh, I mean, again, not a loss. Uh, that's a good thing. We haven't, we haven't won a game in three weeks now. And, uh, you know, it, it was a huge game, obviously, in terms of playoff implications because, you know, Washington's hanging out, you know, hanging out by, what, what half game behind us for, you know, for, play, for a playoff spot there. You know, the good thing I've been saying for the last couple weeks that the only good thing about the Giants, you know, right now with in terms of the – schedule and their playoff playoff position currently is that at least there isn't a bunch of teams vying for spots like you you would need like green bay and a couple of teams that have five wins to really go on a heater at this point and the likelihood of that happening is slim to none you know but yeah it, does a tie feel better than a loss is, is it better than a loss uh, yeah, obviously it, it it is, but at the same time, it's it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel great. Um, and you know, coming that from that game, like I said, you know, we, we, we look at the schedule a few weeks back, going into this tough part of the schedule. You know, Washington twice, Philly twice, Minnesota in there. There's an Indian there. Um, that we were saying that the Giants had to have baked in. Eight wins. They got seven wins baked in before the, the stretch started. Um, I, I do feel decent about the playoff chances. I'm still kind of 50 50 on it because, again, the schedule. Um, Seattle's the only other team right now that's battling for a playoff spot with us. Uh, with them. You know, us. I'm like, like a part of the team or something, you know. Um, and they, you know, they squeaked out and went against the Rams yesterday. A Rams team has depleted with injuries. You know, no Stafford, no uh, Cup, Cooper Cup, no, no. I, I don't think Aaron Donald played yesterday either. Um, so, I don't know. Um, five weeks ago in the, in the season, you know, the one, the, the big takeaway for me is this. I, I, I think the Giants need to open it up now with Daniel Jones. You know, you saw yesterday in the game when they decided, when they got desperate and had to open things up, Daniel Jones did get the ball down the field. Um, Slayton caught a couple passes. Slayton dropped a pass that could have set up set up for field goal to win the game, and at the end of regulation, I I know there is definitely distrust when it comes to the coaching staff and Daniel Jones, and I get that. You know, given his his tendencies throughout his career to turn the ball over a lot, but at the same time, if you don't, if you if you if you are at a point where you, you look, first of all, the Giants. The Giants play house money for starters. They, they shouldn't even have seven wins this year. I, I, I said, I said for your story that if they, if they got seven wins this before the season started, that was a uh, 
that was actually um, uh, their ceiling. Um, but they got to open it up. They got to open it up at this point. You know, you can't keep playing safe, safe football. You know, you know, single Mark hasn't played that great in the last couple of weeks. And, and to his credit, you know, you, you know, teams are keen on him. So it's up to Daniel Jones to really he is the, he is the big the the, the person that, that can figure that can make this make or break this team in the next five weeks. So Dayball and the coaching staff has to really open things up for, for, for Daniel Jones on board. It is, that, that just has to happen now. There's no way. You, I, I don't think they can sustain playing this safe, over-safe, efficient football. And Daniel Jones was, was efficient yesterday. He was very efficient, but, I mean, you know, at the same time, he's got to open things up. And, that's, that, that, and look, if you don't believe in this kid, it's fine. After this year, you, you move off him. You get another, you get another quarterback. You, you draft quarterback. I don't, know, I don't know what you do. But at this point, you have to take a chance. Take a chance down the field. You know, so other than that, rest of the league yesterday. What stood up for the rest of the league? Uh, let me see here. Um, uh, like I said, uh, going down the league, I want to go too much into, into the weeds right now. Um, what happened yesterday in the NFL? I mean, Minnesota winning barely over the Jets. The Jets, it's also another Jets losing yesterday, despite losing yesterday. I, th- I think that's a good loss for the Jets, honestly. Um, I think the Jets, I, I, look, I, I don't think the. When we do the power rankings, power rankings tomorrow on the Hold Up Podcast, um, you know they were, they were in my top ten last week. Um, I don't, I haven't finalized the top, the, my top ten yet, but I just don't see argument from, for them being out of it at this point because they had probably the best losses yesterday. Of, of, you know, of, of the teams that lost, came back late, had a chance to win it late. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually a better, more believer in this Jets team now with Mike White at quarterback as opposed to uh, Zach Wilson. Let's just say that. Um, Eagles big win against Tennessee, a uh, good Tennessee team. But you know what's funny? You know, this is why this Philadelphia team is dangerous now too, especially because like they had the little bit of a, a blunt, you know, a, I don't call it slump. They lost one game, you know, a couple games where they they you know almost lost to Indy too. On top of that, but the thing that makes the Eagles so so really good now, as you've seen this last couple weeks, is that they 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 got through that, okay, and now they're back to pick up pick up pace again. As good as they were before the first half of the year, and you know, look, 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 Tennessee's not a great team, obviously, but they're a good team. You know, when you, when you beat a good team by twenty-five points, that says a lot. You know, so that's a, that's a big win for the Eagles. There, honestly, I, I think they are still the class in the NFC. Uh, Baltimore barely getting by Denver. Obviously, Lamar Jackson gets hurt. Um, it's not season ender injury, thank God. Um, when we'll be back, I don't know, but. Uh, uh, I, I, I think at this point, Baltimore is probably, even though they are in first place technically by virtue of the tiebreaker in the, uh, you know, in the matchup of Cincinnati, I think the Bengals right now are at this point the better team right now. I mean, if you ask right now who's winning the division, who's, 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 in the, who's the better team in, in position to, to compete for Super Bowl, I, w- I will still say um, the Cincinnati Bengals at this point. Um, Deshaun Watson making his first start in, what, two years? Um, in a win against Houston. Um, Bluebirds across the plus across the way. He was he was he was very uh, rusty as well as I predicted the course, but Cleveland won the game, of course. Um, the Niners continue to roll despite losing Jimmy G for the season, um, and I I think even without Jimmy G they'll be fine. I think Brock Purdy, aka Mister Irrelevant, is uh, look. This team is not built like built around Jimmy G anyway. I mean, they 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 won games. They've gotten Super Bowls despite Jimmy G. Jimmy G is a, is a an average quarterback. Um, 
we saw some production with Brock Purdy yesterday. I do also trust Kyle Shanahan to get the job done. So as long as Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy plays within the offense, they have the weapons too on top of that um, against a really good Miami team um, this past Sunday. Um, I, I'm still I'm still pretty high on the Niners. I really am. Um, they have the, the next man up mentality, which I like. Um, look, if you ask me, will they beat the will they, will they will they beat the Eagles? No, but are they in that conversation? Yes. Um, but um, I still think the Niners are dangerous. I still think the Niners are still a top five team in, in the league, uh, even without Jimmy G. Because again, it was, it was not about Jimmy G. It was, it was about the pieces around him and those guys playing hard for him. And then I think they'll play hard for Rob Purdy as well too. Is this that culture they've 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 they've, uh, they've cultivated in San Francisco now? Next man up mentality, which I like. Um, that's why I still believe the Niners. Obviously, as, as I mentioned, the Bengals, you know, big win against the Chiefs. Not a surprise they won that game. I said on, on, on the pod last week that that was one of my locks of the week, that the Bengals would, would beat the Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs were due for a letdown, and they actually were, you know, it was a good game. They, something about the Chiefs, apparently the Bengals, when they played play the Chiefs, the Chiefs can't seem to beat the Bengals. Joe Burrow was on, is 3-0 against the, against the uh, against Patrick Mahomes. But then he's 0-3 against the Browns. But really that. Um... And I think Cincinnati now is now been is now elevated now officially to the back to the Super Bowl conversation. Now they have arguably the best roster in the AFC. Um, I love the balance of that team, though, you know. And uh, you know they got Jamar Chase back, and you saw immediately the impact of Jamar Chase uh, in that game. Um, just being there alone, you know, nine seven yards, seven, seven catches. Um, yeah, the, the, the Bengals are, are back in that conversation of, of, of a Super Bowl. Um, I, I said I trust them more than than the. Uh, uh, than the uh, uh, it Ravens. I mean, right, right now, if you look at the top the AFC teams, Buffalo, of course, and KC's in there, but then that to me, after that, it's, it's Cincinnati. It's Cincinnati. And, you know, they, they're, they're that good. Um, what else I, what else did I miss yesterday? Um, I, I didn't watch the Cowboys game last night. So here's a story of the Cowboys game last night before we get out of here. Um, so last night, I decided to watch the Cowboys game. So sometime around 10, 45, 11 o'clock last night, I decided to check the score on my phone because I was busy doing other things. And it was twenty one nineteen, Dallas. I'm like, oh, this is a close game. But then, but but I was still not motivated to, to. I was still not motivated to watch the game anyway, even with that. So, turned off the phone. And I figured, got, got back to what I was doing earlier. And then about maybe 15, 20 minutes later, I turned on the score again. It was like thirty three to nineteen. Like, oh, never mind. And then the score again is forty something to, to nineteen. I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. The Cowboys are really good. They're really good. And if we're talking about teams in the NFC, like who's competing for with the Eagles top top tier, it's to me it's a three team race between. I still think Super Bowl tiers, it's it's Cowboys, it's Eagles, it's Niners. I'm still do not trust the Vikings, unfortunately for, for Viking fans. It's uh, about the record. Um, and you know, like I said, the Cowboys. I'm looking forward to that Dallas uh, Philly game in a couple weeks. Can't wait for that one. That should be fun. Um, but like I said. It's we're starting to see teams fall into the characteristics now. We're starting to see teams settle in as it's this final stretch of the season. We've got five weeks to go, playoffs around the corner. This team, this season's gone really fast. And look, even though there's a lot of really, 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 really good teams, the Super Bowl race is as open as, as, as ever been. Like there's no you, you can't pencil in or shoehorn any teams at this point now. Any any team is viable to win it at this point. You know, you can go seven, eight teams deep of, of teams that can realistically win a Super Bowl this year. And it wouldn't sound silly. So, anyway, that's it for me on today's Unfiltered Podcast. Uh, check out the main podcast, Earn Speak Podcast. Um, we're gonna do, I'm going to do one tomorrow, most likely. 
Um, a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. So until then, we will talk soon. God bless you guys, and we'll talk later.